0: Welcome to Wellness and Weight Loss with Dr. Susan, sponsored by the Norwin Wellness Center located in North Huntingdon. Dr. Susan Plank is an expert in natural remedies for weight loss and digestive health issues. To talk to Dr. Plank with your health questions, call 412-825-6262. That's 412-825-6262. And now, Wellness and Weight Loss with Dr. Susan.
1: Hello, hello, hello. Good afternoon, my friends. I hope you're having a great week. We're getting there right over today, and we sort of cruise into the weekend. My name is Dr. Susan Plank. I am the owner of the Norwin Wellness Center, and thank you so much for tuning in and being here today. We are going to continue our discussion on women's health. It's in celebration of uh, mothers and all the women uh, in our lives that sort of have taken us under the wing. So, you know what, maybe the woman wasn't even a mother, maybe she was a kind neighbor when we were a kid, maybe somebody from church that cooked us a really nice meal, looked after us, hey, let's reach out and just show support. And so all these shows have a basis this month of women's health, uh, and, and it's out of a deep appreciation for everything that women bring to the table individually and as part of our families. So we're going to be talking about today breaking the taboo. why women fear estrogen, right? Women fear estrogen, but they embrace birth control pills. So menopausal women later in life, they fear estrogen. They fear balancing the hormones. They fear estrogen. But yet women younger in life, man, they're they're doing the birth control pills. And that to me is, you know, it's sort of mind-boggling. I can't necessarily get my mind around it. And so that's what we're going to talk about today. I do want to throw out, though, uh, that there is a topic. I did a blog post. Again, my website is Norwin Wellness, Norwin Wellness, uh, Norwin Wellness dot com. I did a blog post. Uh, I don't necessarily feel uh, comfortable. I want to always sort of make this that that if a mom is picking up the kids or the the dad and they're driving down the road, that you don't have to start fidgeting around to change the button or the channel because something or some language might come on that's not apropos. And so uh, that language might be more um, in a nature of physically than what you want your kids to hear. So I just want to invite you, uh, ladies, if you're 40, 45, I say, or older uh, guys, if you love a woman that's in that age, right, if you're married to a woman, if you're in a relationship with a woman that's 45, 50, 55 in that age, uh, I invite you to go to norlandwellness.com, take a look at my blog, my latest blog, uh, and I will skip the the tidbits, but I'll just tell you intimacy matters, overcoming certain types of of challenges uh, during menopause. So I want to throw that out there to you. If I can touch on bits and pieces of it and bring it into today's uh, broadcast, I will definitely do that. But, again, some of maybe the phraseology or the topics might not be, uh, again, uh, for the the listening pleasure of the little tykes in the car. So let's just leave it at that. But, again, norwinwellness.com, the blog, and you can find out intimacy matters overcoming specific challenges during menopause. Okay? So let's break into this. Breaking, uh, let's, let's jump into this. Breaking the taboo. Why women fear estrogen, but they're using birth control pills earlier in life. So today, women have been taught, honestly, I truly think this is it. Women have taught, been taught to fear estrogen but not birth control pills and like I said this makes no sense to me it makes it just makes no sense to me because birth control pills contain synthetic estrogens and progestins that are foreign to the body and so when we're trying to do things naturally anything foreign to the body your body is going to have a reaction to. And that reaction we want to hope is an okay reaction meaning it doesn't it doesn't cause the body to react violently different, right? It's we hope it's a little blip. But here's the thing. We're talking about our hormones. And so when you're taking something in every day or very frequently that's foreign to the body, medications. A lot of medications aren't natural. They're foreign to the body, right? We hope that we get more benefit than hurt, right? More benefit than harm. But birth control pills and these synthetic estrogens and progestins are known as endocrine disruptors. And what endocrine disruptors mean, endocrine is just a fancy, you know, scientific medical term, For hormone, it's our hormonal system. Anything that makes up our glands, our hormones, it's part of the endocrine system. So there are certain chemicals, and these are man-made, right? They're medications that will disrupt hormones. They'll block receptors. And so right at the top of this conversation, I want to sort of reinforce That a hormone, when a hormone approaches a receptor, all it's doing is sharing communication. That hormone is going to release a signal to a receptor, which is going to tell that whatever that receptor is attached to, another gland, an organ, a cell, it's going to tell it, this is what I want you to do. This is how you should function normally. This is what you should do. So on a ba- very basic form, you know, your body's going to make hormones. A hormone's going to be released. It's going to go over to a receptor. And it's, it's like a, think of it like a, a, a teacup, you know, a ball and glove. The ball is the hormone, and the glove is the receptor, and the ball's going to, right? You oil that puppy up. You stand out there in the outfield pumping, 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 right? Punching that glove, and that ball is going to fit right in the glove. That hormone, we want to fit right in the receptor. But hormone endocrine disruptors are going to block that. So now you're, you know, you're so proud of your, your, your kid. He, she's running through the outfield. They're going to make a beautiful catch, a beautiful catch, right? And the, and the ball just hits the glove and pops right off. It won't go in the glove no matter what they do. That's what's happening with hormones no matter what happens, that hormone's not going to go in that receptor. And even if it does, the potential of these endocrine disruptors changing the signal because they'll block part of that receptor. So now the receptor doesn't get the full signal. So instead of saying, hey, we want you to speed up, we want you to slow down, it's, eh, just take it easy for a while, right? I'm not sure what I'm supposed to be telling you here, but, you know, so it can become a real problem, and the other part of it is and you 're going to hear later in the program that these endocrine disruptors now have the potential this is this is unbelievable they have the potential to be passed down to generations so I want you to start to think open open your thought process is What's going on in society right now? What's going on with our friends at Anheuser-Busch? What's going on with the upheaval? What are people ticked off about? Biologic guys playing in girls' and women's sports. And it's become this political thing. But wonder, folks, wonder, is we're going to talk about, these endocrine disruptors could potentially be at fault wonder if the signals in people's bodies are being disrupted and the receptor is not getting a full, accurate communication. Could that potentially lead to confusion? Now, trust me, I am not discounting. I am not discounting that 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 someone can be born and it be, you know, and that person be born the wrong second. I am not discounting that at all. But we tend to have, like, a prevalence of it right now, right? It seems to be the only thing in the news. And so when I hear things that sort of pop up in the news, then it's, why now? What's going on? What's going on in society? What's going on with our health? What's going on with our food? And endocrine disruptors tick off all those boxes. Is it a possibility? I don't know. I've thought about it. So for decades, women have been warned about the dangers of estrogen. However, little attention has been paid to the fact that many of the birth control pills routinely prescribed contain synthetic estrogen and progestins, and they disrupt The hormones, right? That's what I just said. They're known as, they are actually known as endocrine disruptors. Don't believe me? Look it up on Dr. Google. These chemicals have negative effects on health and the environment. And honestly, when we get to that, if I have to skip ahead just to get to it, we're going to get to it because you won't believe me. You just won't believe me. So despite the potential risks, these birth control pills are widely used rarely questioned, and yet they're raising important questions in my mind of the way how are we approaching women's health in this country. So a woman's body produces estrogen every day. In females, the body starts to produce estrogen during puberty, which usually occurs between the ages of 8 and 13. During puberty, the ovaries begin to produce increasing amounts of estrogen, which leads to the development of secondary sexual characteristics. Okay? Again, you guys all know what happens when a woman goes through puberty, right? I'm not going to put it out there. The production of estrogen continues throughout a woman's reproductive years and it declines during menopause that's what we've been talking about right it declines during menopause which typically is in that 45 to 55 range but contrary to popular belief estrogen is produced every day in a woman's woman's body even after she goes through menopause estrogen is primarily produced in the ovaries But it's also produced in smaller amounts in the adrenal glands, which are our stress. They produce our stress hormones, the liver, and other tissues, especially fat tissue. The amount of estrogen produced by the ovaries varies throughout a woman's cycle. The highest levels occurring just before ovulation. But during menopause... The production of estrogen decreases significantly, leading to a range of hormonal changes and symptoms. But even after menopause, some estrogen is still produced in the body from these cells I just said. The adrenals, right? Any extra weight you're carrying around. And hey, I know I just got done saying, hey, this is sort of Women's Health Month. Guys, it's the same thing for you. If you've got the beer belly going on, if you can't stand up and look down and see, you know, your shoes, if you have shoes on, from the gut hanging there, chances are you have too much estrogen. Not enough testosterone and too much estrogen, depending on your age. Any weight, any excess fat, belly fat, wherever it is on your body, has the potential to produce estrogen. Estrogen is essential for a woman's well-being. It plays a critical role in the development and functioning of what we just said. The female reproductive system has important effects on other systems of the body, like the bone. It's protective for cardiovascular system, the brain, skin. What goes south when we age? Weak bones, osteoporosis, right? Increased risk of heart attack, cognitive decline, memory decline. And the skin gets sort of loose, right? Ladies, if you're out there listening, just all you have to do is sort of give me a nod, give me a wink, right? It's estrogen that helps to regulate not only the the menstrual cycle, but promote bone growth and density, maintain healthy cholesterol levels, support cognitive function, and maintain healthy skin and hair. So I know for a lot, ladies, if you think, oh my gosh, my hair is so thin and falling out. Well, guess what? If we test your thyroid, or if you send over your labs and I take a look and I go, ah, eh, your thyroid's actually, you know, pretty good. That doesn't mean that I don't believe you. Guess what it means? It means we have some other hormonal issue. That's what it means. So we can't be sort of all in. We can't be all in on, oh, it's it's my thyroid. It's just my thyroid. It's my thyroid. Oh, they just keep. I just keep going to the doctor, and they just keep testing my TSH and my thyroid, and everybody tells me it's normal. It might be. It might be. We know that, you know, not all docs look at the same labs preventively and functionally and nutritionally, but it could be another hormone, and we can't lose sight of that. So estrogen has been shown to have positive effects on mood, sexual function, and overall quality of life. However, too much or too little estrogen can have a negative effect on your health. So it highlights the importance of maintaining a balance in estrogen through midlife and beyond. So even though a woman might be Maybe she's 45, 47. Maybe, you know, maybe she's younger than that and she's had to have sort of an emergency hysterectomy or hysterectomy. She's immediately thrown into lower estrogen levels. But that doesn't necessarily mean that that's healthy, right? It doesn't mean that that's good for her. It doesn't mean we want the estrogen levels to get back to the point of when she was having a monthly cycle. I'm not at all saying that. What I'm saying, the estrogen is there. It's being made in our body. So our almighty maker wants it to be there. Because even through menopause, a woman's body is producing estrogen every day. So if it is, it's supposed to be there, and we better make sure that it's balanced. So we better make sure there's not too much coming from the extra weight that's being carried around. So why do I think women fear estrogen? I think this is sort of an across-the-board, okay? In my opinion, this started as a result. There was a study. It was the Women's Health Initiative, okay? It was launched back in the 90s as this big study, right? And it was to investigate the health effects of postmenopausal hormone therapy. The problem was, guys, it was done on women were taking synthetic estrogen and progestins. What did I just start off the show saying? They're foreign to the body. The body's going to have a reaction. So what the study found was, oh, 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 our hair's on fire, right? Stop. Everybody stop. Stop taking hormones. Stop. They didn't give any logical thought that it was something unnatural that they were prescribing to women and just like most other medications once they write the script you're hooked you keep coming back for more there's no let's dig deep let's find the root cause let's fix the cause so we don't need endless medication it's let's just keep writing scripts so in my opinion that study and the fallacy the information that they didn't look at, that these were synthetic drugs, caused the whole medical community just lose common sense, especially around a woman a woman and postmenopausal. So now we are decades later, every single person that signed off on that Women's Health Initiative study has changed their mind, has changed their tune every single one they actually stopped to look at the facts and they realized oh it's not just that estrogen is bad they made estrogen the bad guy it's that foreign things come into people's bodies and do bad things synthetic man-made estrogen man-made progestins but guess what every single one of the original ones are willing to sign off on it but the fda won't release that isn't that fascinating we're pawns, were toys, we were played with. And my point of all this is, right, is for what they said back then is, oh, no, 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 it, it's too scary. It's too scary, these hormones in women. Oh, no, we can't do it. It causes bad, bad things. But yet they're giving them as birth control pills. They're using the same synthetic hormones in birth control pills. And so where's the running around with our hairs on fire? Now. And we have the potential that it's going to affect the next generation. So now I absolutely, I just have to skip ahead because you're just not going to believe this. So uh, if there's guys out there listening, please, please hang in here. Uh, I love to be outdoors. I love to go hiking. I love to go fishing. You've got to listen to this. So, synthetic hormones in our environment. They found synthetic hormones in streams and lakes. They've been found in streams and rivers and lakes, and they've been shown to have an impact on the reproductive cycles of fish and other aquatic organisms. This is runoff, folks. This is wastewater getting into our lakes and streams, and it's affecting wildlife and fish life cycles. And yet our younger women are taking the stuff every single day. And no one is telling them the potential risks. So these synthetic hormones are entering the waterways. They're running off from agricultural, right, disposal, pharmaceuticals. And once in the water, they, again, they're endocrine disruptors. It doesn't matter what species. They do it to us. They're doing it to fish. It changes their reproductive cycles and their behaviors. If it's runoff into streams and lakes and it's changing fish and aquatic behaviors and reproductive cycles, what do you think it's doing to our younger generation? So in addition to impacting fish, the exposure to these hormones in the waterways have also implications for human health, right? Studies suggest the exposure to these chemicals can be an increase of certain health problems, breast cancer, and reproductive disorders. This has been 20 years ago, early 2000s. Researchers discovered that male, male fish in the Potomac River were exhibiting signs of feminization, including the presence of eggs in their testes. After further investigation, it was found that the cause of this feminization was exposure to synthetic estrogen compounds in the water. So, you know, honestly, folks, we need to use common sense. Estrogen isn't the bad guy. Natural things aren't bad. Identical hormone sources aren't bad. But if you, your wife, your daughter, your granddaughter, are using synthetic hormones at birth control pills, now we start to have a problem. And it's affecting other generations. It's toxic to someone's liver. The liver... Anything foreign to your body, anything foreign, the liver's going to try to filter it out. Honestly, if you're listening to me and you're on birth control pills or, you know, maybe you were on birth control pills, we need to detox you. Call me. Let's, let's well, That's all we have to do. We just, we have to detox you. We have to do our best to get this stuff out of your body, but definitely off those hormone receptors because if we don't now we have a buildup of toxins in the liver and it doesn't function normally and guess what happens the bile gets thicker and the bile slows down these hormones make things thicker birth control pills make blood thicker in younger women increase risk of blood clots embolism even stroke and hypertension all because it's making the blood thicker. It's foreign. So honestly, you know, not, is this going to happen to every single woman? No, no, it's not. But do you want it to happen to the women that you love and care about? Do you want an increased risk of breast cancer, endometrial cancers, ovary cancers, ovarian? I mean, boy, they've been fine. How much money has been spent for breast cancer for years now? And we're no closer because it's in our environment. A good source of it is in our environment. So I really want to bring this to the forefront is my whole point in this is that now we have postmenopausal women that are really sort of afraid. Guys, you're not. If I said, if I said to a guy, hey, we're going to test your testosterone because your testosterone is low, all four, let's do it. I need to know. I want to know, right? Yours is coming next month, guys. It's Father's Day then, right? But guys, jump all over. Women are so timid. Oh, oh. And I wonder, is it coming from fear? Are women afraid of estrogen? Because you shouldn't be, but you've been allowed to be. You've been, been misled. And yet those same, why? Why are docs saying no to women around menopause, and yet giving younger women birth control pills. We have a problem. We have a problem. Honestly, guys, there's still time. I have my Hormone Harmony Clinic. We're testing hormones, right? We're doing a hormone detox. Love to have, if you have a woman in your life, love to be part of it. Contact the office, seven two four eight six three five four two zero. Seven two four eight six three five four two zero. Menopausal symptoms, hot flashes. Hey, maybe we don't need to do testing, but we can represent, you know, give you some, some supplements to try to help with hot flashes. But the reality of it is we need to find out where these hormones are. We need to find out if things are balanced because it is not only giving you symptoms now, but what is happening. What's the effects for the rest of your life? All right. God bless everybody. Thanks so much for listening. Take care. Talk to you next week. Bye-bye now.
0: Thanks for listening to Wellness and Weight Loss with Dr. Susan, hosted by Dr. Susan Plank of the Norwin Wellness Center in North Huntingdon. Dr. Plank is an expert in natural remedies for weight loss and digestive health issues. To make an appointment with Dr. Susan Plank of the Norwin Wellness Center, call 724-863-5420. That's 724-863-5420. And listen again for another edition of Wellness and Weight Loss with Dr. Susan, sponsored by the Norwin Wellness Center in North Huntingdon, here on KHB Radio.